Welcome to another episode of the Powerless to Powerful Recovery Podcast. My name is Jason. I'm an alcoholic and addict. As always, our mission is to share experience, strength, and hope across multiple media platforms. The story of addiction and the road to recovery. We're not affiliated with Alcoholics Anonymous or any other 12-step-based organizations or groups in any way. Today's episode, we're going to be exploring Step 11, found on page 85 in the big book. You know, the principle associated with step 11 is awareness of God. How do we maintain God's will throughout the day? That's the question. How do we do it? It's important to be able to identify the difference between God's will and self-will. And the easiest way I could describe it for me is God's will is character asset, selflessness, positivity, and gratitude. Self-will for me is negativity, character defects, and selfishness. So when I keep it that simple, I'm able to be able to easily identify through awareness which will am I living in. I got to keep it that simple at times because step 11 is all about getting a win throughout the day. Do I take more wins than I take losses? And at the end of the night, when I retire at night and I go through the questions and upon awakening, when I do those things, as long as I've taken more wins than losses, I don't want to change the way I feel. So it's important for me to structure my day to get the best result. And how do, how do you do that? For me, it's the ways I experience spirituality. How do I experience my higher power working in my life? How do I introduce those things into my daily life that allows me to experience God? It's service. It's meaningful conversations. It's music. It's physical fitness. It's prayer. It's meditation. It's being present in the relationships in my life contributing to those relationships. Those are all the ways I experience God through awareness. I get to just feel it. So I try to structure my day around that. That gives me the least amount of time to run on self-will because daily I want to take the wheel back. I just do. So step 11 is how do I maintain God's will throughout the day and get a win for the day? That's what it's all about. So we're on page 85 on the bottom. So step 11 suggests prayer and meditation. The easiest way that I could describe the difference between the two, prayer is talking to God, meditation is listening. We shouldn't be shy in this matter. Better men than we are using it constantly. It works if we have the proper attitude and work at it. Everything requires action. I have to work at it. I have to pray. I have to get on my knees. I have to have some form of meditation in my life. I'm not the best person when it comes to meditation. I'm just not. I keep it at its simplest form that's focusing on my breath. I focus on my breath, and when my mind wanders, I bring it back to my breath. When my mind wanders, I bring it back to my breath. And that's how simple I keep it personally. It would be easy to be vague about this matter, yet we believe we'll make some definite and valuable suggestions. So now, you know, in the previous episode in Step 10, we talked about the difference between Step 11 and Step 10, and people talk about going home and doing their personal inventory at the end of the night. Step 10 says when these crop up. Here's the retire at night questions. If you're going home and you're putting pen to paper and you're doing those things, that is always an important thing to do. But these are the questions. This is the inventory. This is what we do at night because it tells me right here. When we retire at night, we constructively review our day. Where were we resentful, selfish, and dishonest or afraid? Do we owe an apology? Have we kept something to ourselves which should have been discussed with another person at once? Were we kind and loving toward all? What could we have done better? Were we thinking of ourselves most of the time? Or were we thinking about what we could do for others? 
what we could pack into the stream of life. But we must be careful not to drift into worry, remorse, or morbid reflection, for that would diminish our usefulness to others. After making our review, we ask God for forgiveness and inquire what corrective measures should be taken. So those are the questions, man. Those are the questions that I go over at the end of the night. If I wasn't able to identify these things through awareness in step 10 when they cropped up and fixed them immediately, remember, continue to watch out for fear, dishonesty, and selfishness and resentments, right? That's step 10. So if I miss something when I retire at night, I inquire about those things. But remember, we're human. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to take some losses. We're going to run on self-will at times. It's going to be okay as long as we've taken more wins than losses. And if we haven't, then tomorrow we have to get a win. Because if I take too many losses and I run on self-will for too many days in a row, eventually I want to change the way I feel again. That's just the truth. So I have to make sure that I'm present. I'm aware. I have to. My life depends on it. So that's how I close out my night. And then immediately upon awakening now, let's think about the 24 hours ahead. We consider our plans for the day. Before we begin, we ask God to direct our thinking, especially asking that it be divorced from self-pity and dishonest and self-seeking motives. Under these conditions, we can employ our mental faculties with assurance. For after all, God gave us brains to use. Our thought life will be placed on a much higher plane when our thinking is cleared of wrong motives. In thinking about our day, we may face indecision. We may not be able to determine which course to take. Here we ask God for inspiration and intuitive thought or decision. We relax and take it easy. We do not struggle. We are often surprised how the right answers will come after we've tried this for a while. You know, one thing that I know is I can restart my day at any time. And what was always important for me, especially in early recovery, and anyone who knows me today knows I'm a to-do list guy. I write down every single thing, and especially my recovery, my sponsor told me, make a to-do list, start to feel a sense of an accomplishment, look at your day, and you'll see the sum of your actions on a day-to-day basis is starting to reflect the man you want to be. And that's what step 11 is all about. When I review my night, and upon awakening, when I do those things, and my actions, the sum of my actions reflect the person I want to be, the morals, the values, the spiritual characteristics, and my actions are reflecting them, I definitely don't want to change the way I feel. So in the beginning, I would make a to-do list and I would put everything on there. Brush my teeth, use the restroom, make my bed, sweep my house, write a letter, make a phone call, go to a meeting, work with a sponsee, work out. And at the end of the night, I would cross off every single thing, man. And it just felt so good to accomplish some things. And then after a week of doing that, I'd look back at everything I had done throughout the week. That sense of accomplishment, that feeling that I'm actually taking action and being productive and taking wins really meant a lot to me. Man, and I still do those things today. What used to be a hunter and occasional inspiration gradually becomes a working part of the mind. Being still inexperienced and having just made conscious contact with God, it is not probable we're going to be inspired at all times. We might pay for this presumption, all sorts of absurd actions and ideas. Nevertheless, we find that our thinking as time passes, be more and more on the plane of inspiration. We come to rely upon it. You know, in the beginning, I really had to look back at step two and the the character assets of my higher power and these morals 
to love my, to, to be a good father, to be a good, good son, to be a good brother, to be a good friend, to be sober, to be honest, to be committed, to be forgiving, to be understanding, to be tolerant, to be loving. I used to really have to focus on those things because I make that decision in step three. And like I said, I'd have to focus on that step two belief and make sure before I did anything that my actions reflected that belief. But now fast forward to step 11 and the action steps taken previously to get here and the experience that I've gained, the awareness that I've gained, the psychic change that's occurred, I don't have to think about step two anymore. And that's an easy way for me to describe what a recovered addict looks like. Sure, the mental obsession of physical allergy has been removed, absolutely. But it's for me, it's when character defects just don't feel so good anymore. When lying just doesn't feel right, because for a long time, I didn't lose sleep over it, I'll tell you that. But today... If I lie in the smallest way, I don't like that way that feels anymore. So for me, that tells me that I've recovered, that my sanity has been restored. It's important. So now we're going to go on. It says, we usually conclude the period of premeditation with a prayer we be shown all through the day. What our next step is it to be, that we be given whatever we need to take care of such problems. We ask especially from freedom from self-will and are careful to make no requests for ourselves only. We may ask for ourselves, however, if others will be helped. We're careful never to pray for our own selfish ends. Many of us have wasted a long time, a lot of time doing that, and it doesn't work. You can easily see why. So what prayers do I have throughout the day? When I I need to reconnect, is it the 10-step prayer? Is it the 7-step prayer? Is it the 3rd-step prayer? Is it the serenity prayer? Is it something that I just tell myself that recenters me? Is it what would Jesus do? Is it the St. Francis prayer? Is it our father? Is it a help? What is it for you that allows you to get reconnected when you need to? Find one and use it. If circumstance warrant, we ask our wives or friends to join us in morning meditation. If we belong to a religious denomination, which requires a definite morning devotion, we attend to that also. If not members of religious bodies, we sometimes select and memorize a few set prayers which emphasize the principles we've been discussing. There are many helpful books also. Suggestions about these may be obtained from one's priest, minister, or rabbi. Being quick to see where religious people are right. We make use of what they have to offer. So every day I start with some readings. I start with some prayers. I start, I have the just for today. I like that one. I have the daily reflection. I have the language of letting go that was given to me by a very special person. And I continue to read that. And I also have the Jesus calling that my mom sent me when I was gone and it meant the world to me. And I still read it and she would share it with me and we would discuss it together and I would include her. And it was just so important to do along with all the people in my life, man. I've included him in these things because it's important to me. The spiritual life is not a theory. We have to live it. And it's beneficial to everybody in our lives. Our actions will convince them more than anything we ever say. Be quick to see where religious people are right. As we go through our day, we pause when agitated or doubtful and ask for the right thought or action. Man, when I'm agitated, I just need to pause. Remember the three basic tools of the program. Talk about the way we feel. Get connected to our higher powers will. In the beginning of the episode, I gave the easiest way that I could explain the difference between self-will and God's will. And ultimately, go be of service to somebody. When we're agitated, go help somebody. Because that gets us out of self long enough to not react to the situation, but be able to respond. And when I respond to situations, 
I usually handle them in a healthier way. And that's what it's all about for me today. You know, we can think about a cognitive behavioral therapy tool and like a behavior chain, pause when agitated. It's what it reminds me of. I teach cognitive behavioral therapy at work all the time, right? You have a, you have a situation or event that occurs and the first thought and the first feeling associated with it. And then when we react, usually it's unhealthy. So I pause at that point when I'm agitated and I really think about the action I'm about to take. Maybe I do a negatives and positives list of pros and cons. And ultimately in doing that process, the action, the, the action, the healthy action, the positive action will usually be what's to follow. But here it is in step 11, man, just pause when agitated, get connected to God, talk about the way you feel, find somebody to help, breathe, pray, meditate, do something that allows you to make sure your actions reflect the man or woman you want to be. It's so critical. We constantly remind ourselves we're no longer running the show. Humbly saying to ourselves many times each day, thy will be done. That's commonly referred to as 11 step prayer. Thy will be done. We are, we are then in much less danger of excitement, fear, anger, worry, self-pity or foolish decisions. We become much more efficient. We do not tire so easily for we're not burning up energy foolishly as we did when we we're trying to arrange life to suit ourselves. When I was running on self-will, it was exhausting. When I was in my addiction, it was exhausting. We always talk about like being members of a shipwreck. And in my disease, I'm just out in the middle of the ocean. And I'm drowned and every day is a struggle. I'm tired. It's painful. I want to give up. My body is tired. Man, it's painful, right? But today I don't live that way. I'm not burning up energy foolishly because I'm not in control anymore. I've developed a relationship with a higher power that's entered into my heart and performed a miracle. This power flows through me and gives me the ability to not be powerless anymore, but to be powerful. That's where the name of my podcast comes. When I've established this connection and created a psychic change and allowed this power to enter into my heart, I am not powerless anymore as long as I maintain that connection. On a day-to-day basis, I become powerful again. That's what it's all about. It works. It really does. We alcoholics are undisciplined, so we let God discipline us in the simple way we have just outlined. But this is not all. There's action and more action. Faith without works is dead. The next chapter is entirely devoted to step 12. Man, structure your day around getting a win. And at the end of the night, when you haven't harmed anyone, when you don't owe an amends, when you're not carrying a resentment, when you pack some things into the stream of life, when you were selfless more than you were selfish, when you kept all your commitments, when you have a checklist of uh, 30 different tasks that you completed on a day-to-day basis, and when you cross all those off at the end of the night, I promise you, you won't want to change the way you feel because that's what it's all about.